You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the King of All Kings Podcast. Street Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yes, sir. J Street Vibes on your airwaves, your main man, get it here, right? The other main man, Jason Jones. What's going on, man? Oh, okay, that's how we're doing it. You know, I remember, you guys can't see it, you know, maybe you get this clip or something like that, but, um, you know, he, he threw up the cue, and the first time I was introduced to that was my man, William Floyd, bar none. I just oh, thought I went, he would, you know, get a touch. I thought he was just celebrating. He'd do that. I, I went to hey, you know, I, I went school and I would do that. And I was thinking like, oh, okay, yeah, we celebrate. Little did I know, you know. No, he could do that too. Back in high school, Kobe. He did do that in high and school. No, when I was in high school, Shaq started doing it. All the basketball teams started doing it. Had no <laughs> idea what they were doing. And true story, when I was growing up, there was a uh, – uh, some street affiliated lads who called themselves the Q Dogs. Oh no! So when I get oh, you know, no. older, and someone says you want to be a Q Dog, I said I don't want to gang bang. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to get an education. I ain't trying to gang bang. I want to be a professional. Yeah. So I was all confused, but hey, that's a whole, that's a different story. Yeah, well, I, that, they were in in Southern California called yeah, the Q Dogs. Yeah, yeah, because I was in high school and they was like, I remember they was jumping people. Wow. Wow. It was called Q Dogs. I was like, what is, I was like, what's going on? I get the call, like, I'm like, hold up, are y'all affiliated with like, (laughs) (laughs) no one in my family, I didn't have like this extensive family college thing going on. So I was like, what are y'all talking about? But hey, it is what it is. Well, you know, once again, no, no disrespect. I threw up the sign, but you know, I'm not trying to be like boozy out here. I'm, 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 I'm respecting everything out here. Boozy yeah. just wild, be wearing jackets and everything. That's a wild man. Yeah, yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, if you can't, you know, you can't. If I can't wear it, why y'all sell it in the store? <laughs> boozy needs to chill. He got to chill. I think, I think at least once a week we say he needs to chill. <laughs> Absolutely, but you know who doesn't need to chill? Who? Sacramento Kings. They, they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 127, 120 in front of a raucous Golden One Center crowd. They were into it. It was, it was a good game, good vibe, good atmosphere. Um, to move to four and six, Cleveland came into the game eight and two uh, on the season, one of the best teams in the league. Um, they had just lost to the Clippers on Monday on a little West Coast trip right now. And uh, yeah, Kings got them. Kings got them, Jason. Mm-hmm. Good game, good, good performance. I mean, they almost let it slip away. They were up by as many as sixteen, I think, maybe fifteen, in yeah, that third. Got down by what six in the fourth. Yeah, yeah. 
And they yeah. were kind of falling in some of the bad hat. They were ta- they weren't taking the best shots. It's like I don't think you want to have a one pass Malik Monk jump shot possession in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes with that offense, like in that fourth quarter, it was like, when is it? When are they gonna score again? Like, where's the scoring going to come from? They were looking at Trey Lyle saying, take us home. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Trey. (laughs) Yeah, but then they decided, you know what, let's get back in the paint. You know, let's attack these guys, you know. And then defensively, your two two best guards, you know, two of your better guards, you know, Davion and De'Aaron, decided they weren't going to let, you know, Donovan get a 50-piece on them. Hey, did you – You know, Steph – Steph just got 47. They said, we can't do this back-to-back games. Yeah, we shutting all that down. Did you think that De'Aaron wouldn't get back into the game for a second? For a tiny second. But I'm like, I said, he's going back to him. I was like, this game isn't – I mean, they weren't rolling to the point where you would be like, I'm going to leave De'Aaron out. But I didn't. I'm like, I'm like, it's getting about that four-minute mark, and De'Aaron over there cheering still. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm like, would Mike really ride this out without him? You know, but yeah, he went. I, I figured he would, but it was like, hmm, it's getting a little. It's been a minute. Yeah, they um the 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 thing about it was Davion was doing a really good job in that fourth quarter of at least crowding uh, Donovan. You know, what I mean, you're not you're not gonna just out and out stop him, especially the way he was playing. But he did a really good job of crowding him and. Um, I thought he, I thought he might stay in there because of that, but you know, Fox came back in and Fox did a really good job just making them work. That, Donovan had a couple of moves in there, a couple of pull up threes, a couple of Euro step getting around met two, and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's nasty. He was in his bag, but they survived it. They were able to survive it. Yeah, and that's what they needed to finally do was survive that. You know, we'd seen some of these recent losses. They get a good lead, the run comes, and they can't get it back again. And tonight, they got it back. You know, mm. so it was, it was a good win against a good team. I mean, that's not an easy team to beat. They've, you saw a time for that length and, you know, and that size of, uh, of Cleveland bothered them. And Cleveland's a deep team. I mean, I didn't, you, you, know, uh-huh. you, you know it, but you don't think about it. They're bringing Isaac Okora off the bench. <laughs> Isaac Okora, he, he can't even get on the court. Yeah, I was like, Kevin, you know, I was like, this is a good team. And I also had the thought of, damn, two of these guys were in Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. Kevin um, Love went back into his bag. Like, he took it yeah. back to UCLA days on, on him a couple of times. He had a little fadeaway off the glass. I said, oh, my gosh. This is how Kevin yeah, Love was like, this is a really good team. I was like, think about this. They traded all those guys to get Donovan and still had all this left. Mm, that's crazy. That's crazy. We were talking about it today on the show, and Damian brought it up, and he's like, "Yeah, they're playing. The Kings are playing a, a championship contender." And my first thought was like, "No, nah, they ain't playing on championship contenders. They're good, but they're not." But then I thought about it. I looked around the rest of the landscape of the NBA, and I was like, "Well, I guess in the East right now, you got to say Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, and Cleveland can get with any of those guys with with the depth and the skill that yeah. they have." Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a to me, this is a going in. I was kind of like, I thought that I would have said Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Philly mm-hmm. probably be your top four. But I mean, we don't know what's going on with Philly between James being hurt and just, being, yeah, you know, just being Philly at some point, you know, 
then Brooklyn, I mean, that speaks for itself. But it, it appears that with Jock Vaughn as coach, they at least care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that should get them going. But this Cleveland team's not going away. And I think people forget how well they played till the injuries hit them late last season. I yeah. felt bad for them because I was like, they should not have to play their way in. They've been good all year. Mm. And that's why that playing thing can be so, I mean, as well as they played all year, they end up seventh and they don't have all their guys. They missed the playoffs. No. But they were a top six, top, you know, top six, five team in the East most of last season. So, you know, you go from whoever they had at the two to Donovan Mitchell, you got mm-hmm. Garland health. I mean, that's a good team they beat tonight. And the Kings did, you know, you know, they hit their shots early. I mean, they were getting killed in the paint. You know, they were getting killed in the paint. Yeah. But when the, the game mattered, they started getting paint touches again because to me, part of when that game shifted was, was like, okay, you guys are just gonna keep shooting jumpers. Right. You know, but but you know, when you got Jared Allen, Mobley, and those guys down there, that's part of what happens. They're yeah. not gonna let you get into the paint because you want to. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the things the Kings are going to do, we talk about Cleveland's depth and what they were able to do. Um, not saying the Kings are as deep as that, but tonight... I mean, they got contributions from everybody. Nine guys played tonight. Seven of them scored in double figures. I mean, that, that is team-wide production that that we've been asking for. You know, whether it's Harrison Barnes with his 20 points on the night, DeMontis Sabonis with 21, uh, Malik Monk with 14 off the bench, Trey Lyles, we joked about it earlier, but what a game from him, 16 off the bench. It was, you know, usually in some of these games we've seen earlier in the season, it was De'Aaron Fox, you know, with a big scoring effort. He only had 15 tonight, but they were showing tonight that with a team effort, they they have enough in the holster, so to speak, to be able to pull together as a team and get a W that way, man. It was good to see them do that. Yeah, and in previous teams, if De'Aaron gets 15, they lose by 20. Right, right. But now you've got enough around him to where if he doesn't feel like I got to get 30 and you see, you know, cause you know, a couple of years ago, if he has 15, you're not counting on 20 from the starting center <laughs> and then 20 from Harrison. And then someone who's going to go, you're not counting on 30 between two bench players. It'd be like, yeah. Oh man, they're not going to be able to find any offense. So I think you saw just where I think I was talking, I was talking to a former uh, NBA player earlier today. He's asking about the King. I said, the difference is, is that, a year or two years ago, they had maybe two, two and a half NBA starters, and then you're pulling from a hat. Does it matter who goes here and there? Now you've got a legit starting five. You know, Harrison, you know, y'all was ready to bury, bury my guy, Harrison. <laughs> you know, a day or two ago, it was like, my gosh, should he even be allowed to play? <laughs> Didn't Harrison catch a lob tonight? He did catch a lob tonight, man. He hit a three tonight. Harrison yeah, was like, – it ain't like Harrison's 35 years old. It's because you were hearing about this dude from Iowa for, from like for so long. I'm like, because I remember I even told him, I said, dude, I was like, 
His name is Harrison Barnes, and he's coming from Ames, <laughs> Iowa. There's no way in hell I thought he was black. <laughs> you know, I was like, there's no way. I'm like, I, I was like, a black, what? Ames, <laughs> Iowa? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I know that was a random tangent, but I, you remember when he was coming up in high school. Because, you know, that's still mm-hmm. in that era where the internet is showing you these guys. But it's not like it is today where he would have had an Instagram with like 30,000 followers already. Oh, yeah. And the NIL two years ago. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you hear about this dude named Harrison Barnes, who's like the number one player in the country out of Iowa. Yeah. I'm thinking he looks like Adam Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then you see, you see him debut in North Carolina. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> it was Harrison Barnes. That's Harrison Barnes. <laughs> I I guess Harrison's one of my favorite guys on the team. I'm glad he was able, you know, to fight off the calls for him to be traded. (laughs) Like, you see the Warrior game? We got to get him up out of here. Well, look, first of all, what we saw today makes what we saw in the Warriors game and in the Magic game even more unacceptable. Like, Harrison, you're not a scrub. There's no way you should be having zero points in a game. You're, you're, you are far better than that. Let's call then it an three. anomaly. Let's, like I said, when we talked about the zero-point game, I said, I don't expect him to get zero the next game. Well, he certainly did. He balled out. And I, and I also said, I also said, I said a couple of times on the show, you know, yeah, you could say, hey, this guy should be in form or I want to see this guy or whatever the case may be. But don't lose, fa- don't lose sight of the fact that – I want, and I think a lot of Kings fans feel this way, I want Harrison to, like, succeed with this team, not only because we just like him as a person, but I think the Kings are better if Harrison is good, right? Like, if you go in there, and I'll just throw random person out there, if you put Terrence Davis in his spot in the lineup, mm-hmm. well, number one, you're you're taking away a player in Harrison Barnes who, who isn't performing, and you're, like, using that player in Terrence Davis to make up for what Harrison isn't doing. Mm-hmm. The Kings are a lot better if they have Harrison and Terrence playing good. You know what I mean? So like the Kings need Harrison Barnes to be good because they're a better team when he's good. It, it rounds everything out. And I think that was also a lot of what we saw today. Yeah. And you know, the warrior game, you're starting forwards, basically give you nothing. You get the 20 from Harrison, you get the 14 from Keegan. That's yeah. what you, you know, so now your front court, what is that? I'm not going to do that. 34. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I mean, you're between some bonus, you know, you know, that's 50 plus points from your yeah. start front court. That's how yeah. you can withstand De'Aaron only having 15 points. Exactly. And then if you want to throw Trey in there, your 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 front court really had a good game against, you know, a team that has some size and some call some problems up front. Absolutely. That's a good call. That's a good call. Yeah. So uh man, Kings get the win. Malik Monk, who to be honest with you, towards the end of that game. Hey, we're running the offense through Malik. They're allowing him to be a playmaker. And I just, I think back to the conversation that we had, uh, I think last episode, where, you know, you got somebody like Malik Monk. I obviously have always been a big fan of Malik. But you forget how young he is, man. He's 24 years old. He's dynamic. He's explosive as an offensive player. And on nights like tonight, you know, maybe, maybe yeah, in the fourth quarter, we'll run the offense through, through Monk. And it's no slight on Fox or – Donovan Mitchell or anything like, or Davion Mitchell or anything like that. It's just 
I I believe, for one, Monk is that talented where you can run an offense through him. Yeah, and he can, you know, especially when he's rolling and I'm watching him make threes. I shed a thug tear. As I also <laughs> had on the split screen, I watched Austin Reeves hit the side of the backboard. No, no. I was like, I was oh. like, Genie, you should have paid the damn luxury tax and kept him. This is some bullshit I got to watch now. <laughs> I said, like, you know, I'm like the wolf. I was like the Wolverine meme. I got to, I'm looking at, I'm looking, I mean, you got a picture and it's, 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 it's Malik Monk. <laughs> I was like, man. Oh, man. Lakers losses are game, though. I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even a gain anymore. They're like two and nine. <sighs> like, cool. <laughs> Cool. It's not even a game. You need like teams that matter to lose. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the the, the Lakers wish they were four and six. Man, it's crazy. But that brings up a good point, and and I guess we'll talk about it on the other side. We're ten games in. Kings are four and six, and you know, let's let's take a second to to kind of analyze what we saw in the first ten games of the season. We're gonna take a quick break here on JC Vibes. Come right back and break down. The Sacramento Kings, the four and six Sacramento Kings. <laughs> 